Welcome to Powerful, Wild and Magical, the podcast for the female leader who wants to reconnect with her true essence, step into her divine feminine power and make a huge impact in the world. I am your host, Nadia Gargalo, and in today's episode we have Samantha Blossom-Brown. Samantha is an oracle for visionaries and leaders working in the realms of bliss, wealth and impact energetics. She supports you in fine-tuning your energy field so that you can create and magnetize more wealth into your universe. She's worked with thousands of clients, supporting them in opening up their wealth vortex. And her tools of choice are human design, jinkies, body talk, tapping, and life force activations. In this deep conversation, we talk about the energetics of wealth and opulence, what's holding you back from receiving more wealth, how to alchemize your energy to open up to receiving more and some practices you can start doing to create more wealth. I can't wait to dive into all this magic. Let's get into it. excited to have you here i'm very very interested in what you do since we came across on on instagram and i can't wait for you to share all your magic so welcome to the show yay hi nadia oh my gosh like i'm so happy to be here i saw your vibe on instagram and i like instantly fell in love <laughs> and yeah and i'm like i love human design and gene keys and all those things too so i i like i feel like we're on the same vibe <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to hear. Um, I would love to start with hearing your story. So how did you become an oracle for visionaries and leaders? Okay, I mean, it's kind of a hard story. Um, I lived in Shanghai, China for six years and I studied acupuncture and Chinese medicine. And when I was there, I got really sick. I was like coughing blood for three months, like really intense. And like, I had tried everything like acupuncture, herbal medicine, like everything. And it wasn't until I found energy medicine, like energy healing. Um, I had like a four hour energy transmission. And then afterwards, like my lungs just like totally healed. And, um, and it was like the first night I was able to take like long, deep breaths, you know, (laughs) and I felt like waves of energy moving through my body. I know that now, um, you know, energy healing is like super popular, but back then it was like still really new and like not really a lot of people like knew much about it, you know? And, um, so I just got so excited about it. So then I just started studying from like teachers from like Brazil, Japan, like Singapore, like Taiwan. I just was like, oh my gosh, I have to learn from like everybody. (laughs) So I just went on this like crazy journey of like collecting all these like energy medicine tools, you know? Were you studying different different methods or focusing in anything in particular? Yeah, so I um you you know I did I did that I definitely did like hypnosis, EFT, NLP, theta, Reiki. Um I do specifically a style called like body talk um and mindscape. And it was it was kind of like I just went went like energy healing junkie. You know, I was just like, oh my gosh, like 
I'm like, how does, how did I heal so easily? And why doesn't anybody know about this? And I was just like, I need to learn everything and like transmit the codes, you know? <laughs> Amazing. And how did you come across that, um, the light codes? So I, I feel like for me, it was after, after learning all these like modalities, I just started to get like transmissions on my own. You know, I just started like, it was like everything started to align and clean up and adjust. And I would just start to get these, like, you know, these frequencies of light that I feel like would like move through me, you know? Mm, that's so interesting. I love that. Um, I, I feel we, we have a similar journey. I mean, in the different journey, but similar things in terms of I have also done NLP and hypnosis and EFT, <laughs> tapping, and I've done a lot of modalities as well. So yeah, yeah. I, I I, what was your design? What was that? Was My design. design. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm a four six sacral generator. Generator. Oh, that's interesting like learning so many things as a generator, but you focused in energetics as a whole. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I focus in, I, I, I chose the word opulence because I feel like literally it's just like from lack to having, you know, it's kind of like connection or disconnection. Yeah. <laughs> Computer, like ones or zeros. It's like, you know, it's like you either have it or you don't have it, you know? And it's... <laughs> And, and I feel like a lot of things, like whether it's like the physical body, it's like, does the body have enough energy to heal? You know, are we focused on what we already have? Or are we looking at what we like don't have, you know? So I feel like it's just like training all these little aspects of you to like see the truth of the universe, which is like super abundance, you know? Yeah. I love that an analogy of like the computer, the one or the zero, the binary, right? Because you either are on one side or the other. There's no way you can be just between everything. Yeah. And it was so, this was so funny, but just yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I had a funny um, comment to my friend. I was like, oh, do you have those days where, you know, like you're in hyper synchronicity and you just have like miracle happen after miracle happen after miracle happen. And then there's like other days where you're like, like, seems like nothing big is happening, you know? And then we came to the conclusion of like, uh, every single moment is a miracle. Like, why did I think like, oh, that specific thing was a miracle, you know? Which was like another level of like wealth codes, you know? Because I think like, if you really see everything that's happening as like a miracle, then you're like open, just like the one or the zero, you know? It's like, either you're like open to receiving all of the miracle, or you're like, like shutting it off and you're like, I only receive like a miracle here and here. You know what I mean? Like your, your brain's like being specific about what you're receiving, you know? Yeah. And I normally talk about, about this uh, as well, that um, about this period where nothing seems to happen, but actually the universe is orchestrating everything for that to become reality. And that space in between is also part of the miracle, right? Because right. Just be like the universe just makes it like this you know the energy needs to move for that to to show up in the in the 3d realm right totally it's like two things it's like one either like you planted a seed and you're like uh, nothing's coming up you pull the seed out like why would you do that or like you're baking cookies in the oven and you're like 
uh, it's been six minutes and it's like not done yet. I'm just going to unplug the oven. And I'm like, don't unplug the oven. It's still baking, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, why is the plant not growing? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's growing, you know, and especially when your dream is bigger, it's like, it's going to take more energy, you know? And it's like, you, you can't be like, oh, like oh, I had to change my baby's diaper. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you have to be like, oh my gosh, I love my baby no matter what. And now my baby's one and now my baby's two and now my baby's three. You're not like, you know, you don't like give up on your baby because it's like, wow, the baby's still a baby, you know? <laughs> well, like today didn't work or you don't see it because it's inside the belly and it's like, no, the baby's yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, no, no, it's, it is happening. But I think that's the hardest part for most people. It's like, they, they don't have the patience to like, like, tend to it and trust like it is working you know yeah totally i think i think we really struggle as, as a society with being patient and and the trust and we want things to happen instantly and when we experience these phases where, where nothing seems to happen then we start struggling and we start being in the luck mindset of like it's not happening it's not happening yeah. And I, and I think what's unique about the female brain versus the masculine brain, I wish I could give you more specifics on this, but they said something, you know, the female brain accesses more of the darkness and the shadow and the masculine brain, because of some type of like acid wash thing that happens during the birthing process, like sometimes the masculine doesn't touch as deep into the creative mind, you know? And so I think like as women, we get to like stabilize that even more with like yoga practices and things like that. I think it's like we're, we are meant to be able to go into the shadow so we can see the truth of it, but like not to stay there, you know, it's like go in, but then like have like practices to bring us back out, you know? That's super interesting. And, and like, it's thought provoking because yeah we see like women we can go a lot deeper into emotions and then maybe get trapped trapped in those emotions yeah yeah and um yeah I mean I'm sure more insights will come into that but so I think when I see like the spiritual community or um more in the feminine it's like the brain waves are too too much like this so then it makes it harder to like stable because I think like building wealth is more of a masculine energy, right? And yeah. so, so it's kind of like you have to heal the masculine archetype within yourself, right? The masculine uh, hologram, like living inside of you. So it's like if you have like abandonment issues from dad or whatever it is, like, well, like we get to rewrite those codes and start to like strengthen that and be like, okay, well, what does it feel like if I was available for myself and I wasn't abandoning myself, you know? Um, because that's where money leaves too. It's like, oh, some part of you is abandoning yourself. So like the money has to like show you that wound, right? So how do we go back? And like for the masculine, I think like going back into like your timeline and like loving your dad exactly the way he is or loving whatever masculine teacher or uncle, even if it was like really like horrible, but like to just hold the space to be like, I'm just loving this person exactly the way they are. And then neutralizing that energy and then coming into like, but now the masculine in my world, I want to be like, like writing new codes of how you, how you want that, you know? 
Yeah, I, I see that and when I have done work on masculine and feminine with my clients, I see a lot of my clients, even though they have been a lot in the masculine, they still don't trust that masculine side in themselves. And that's very interesting to see because you see them being in the masculine, but this unhealthy or wounded masculine. And then when they step into the feminine, there is still a part that doesn't trust that, that masculine. And, and I think it's very important work to do. And as you say, it doesn't have to be anything huge. It can be just anything with, with a masculine part of your of your um, family tree or in your upgrowing. It can be teachers, it can be any experience with someone you didn't trust and therefore you don't trust in the masculine because you feel it wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, that that's like the biggest part. So like I realized for me, I was like, oh, like my dad would like bring, like bring the most beautiful piece of jewelry for my mom. And my mom would be like, why did you spend money on that? You know, like the critical... <laughs> And so then I realized like it's the wounded masculine within the feminine yeah. criticizing the masculine. <laughs> so it's like, it goes like so meta, you know? Um, and that's why, you know, ancestral work is like so deep. Right. And so then I realized like, essentially it's kind of, kind of like the voice of my grandpa judging my dad, <laughs> you know and so like there was a time in business like I would create something and it just like wouldn't work out and I and it would just like you know it was like it didn't matter what I created it was like not good enough you know and I'm like oh because I have that voice inside it didn't matter what I created in the external world my own feminine is like destroying my masculine <laughs> um, I feel I'm not sure if you feel this as well but I feel there is also aside from what what just you just said um, that also we stopped um, allowing ourselves to receive because yeah. you see, like the example that you gave, right? Your, your father gave a present to your mama, gift to your mama, and then your mom is like, "Why are you spending money?" <laughs> you know, like there is this. We don't trust the masculine and what they do, but at the same time, we we are not open to receive, which I think is super important important as well for for well for success in our businesses in life yeah absolutely like so what i realized like one of the practices i would start to do is like if if men left me a text i would like slow down and read it a few times where like usually i'm a sagittarius i'm like read boom next boom, you know like blah, 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 you know but i was like okay let me read this <laughs> let me slow down because i noticed like my protective brain would already be like oh, he's saying this. When actually when I reread it, I'm like, oh no, like he's literally loving me. <laughs> you know? And like, I just started to like <clears throat> play with all the masculine in my life. Like it didn't matter if I was like actually dating them or not, but just like if they sent me words, I would like reread it and like breathe into it and receive it and be like, okay, oh, actually there's a lot of love available here. And I was just glossing over it. I wasn't like taking time to like embody it, you know? And so then I would like jump to conclusions and then like, you know, and it's like the communication would be like this cause I'm just like protecting myself. And I'm like, oh wait, you know? So it's like a, like a decoding. <laughs> yeah, that's super interesting practice actually to slow down when you receive a text or, or anything from the masculine to observe how you are reacting 
and slow down before you take any sort of action. Yeah. And then I also realized it was like, man, I, I think the biggest thing was like, oh, I was receiving so much more love than I was seeing, you know? And so, and so like really giving yourself space to like take that in and then see in your nervous system, where are you secretly rejecting it? And then just like, you know, taking time to like communicate with that part of your body, you know, mm -hmm. I hope that's <laughs> um, Let's talk a little bit about wealth and opulence. We are already talking a little bit about the importance of the masculine and feminine within wealth, but I would love to, to learn more about your approach um, and how you work with wealth. Yeah, so it really, it's so unique for each person, but like, I'll, I'll give an example of like, you know, I had a client, she has a business. So I think of a business matrix as like an energy field, right? And she had this big client that was in the, that she had as, I hope that's not me. Is that me? Let me see if I can turn this off. <laughs> okay. Um, so basically, okay. So there's like a business matrix, which is like the whole energy field of the business, right? And so she had this big client and then during COVID that client closed down, you know? Um, and so for a whole year, she didn't have someone to fill that space. So from the business standpoint, the energetics weren't cleared out. So the business thinks it's still working with that client. Mm. So I would work on the gut, like the digestive system of the business and the consciousness of the business to be like, Hey, just so you know, that client is gone. <laughs> so let's clean, up, let's clean up the energy, digest every, you know, and then let's create space for a new client to come in. So then within like two weeks, they like called in a $1.4 million client, you know, just from like one session of like clearing, cleaning that out. But like, you know, our human minds, we don't think about like a business having an energy field and like holding patterns, you know, and that happens a lot too with like, uh, like a team member was like fired or something. And like, maybe that team member didn't feel good about it. And they're like, basically projecting energy, at, you know, whatever that is. So it's like, then we just clean it up and create more harmony. And we kind of let the person know like, Hey, if you're not in the business anymore, actually, it means like you have a higher purpose somewhere else. Like it's not personal, you know, like just cleaning up the energetics of the whole thing. Yeah, that, that's super, super interesting uh, because I know with human design, you can just get the chart of your business and look at the energy of your business, but I never heard of anyone yet uh, working to this level with the business energetics and really doing the clearing and seeing what's going on in the energetics of the business. Yeah, and the other piece is like, when you, when during manifestation, like you have to feel kind of lit up, like it has to be a genuine desire to have the thing. Right. And so when I observe my launches, like, because it's like, sometimes I'm excited about the money. So then I focus on thinking about the money, but other times, like I'm actually more excited about like my client's transformation. So then I need to focus on my client's transformation because if I think about the money and it doesn't light me up, then it's, I'm, I'm focused on the wrong thing. You know, you have to like put your mind at the, at the piece that like lights you up. Like when I started to think about like, oh my gosh, my client's going to make hundred thousand dollar months. They're going to write these testimonials. Like when I thought about that, then I'm like, oh, then I feel lit up. Right. And then, then you can magnetize. So we kind of have to be really clear about of knowing ourselves, like 
what actually lights me up, you know? And the other part of like, oh, like it's, it really lights me up to think about like, oh my gosh, like their work is going to get out there and then that's going to radiate. And then, you know, like I have to play my imagination there. So then I'll feel driven to take like some of the like deeper power actions where like, if it was just about me, maybe I wouldn't, I'm like, oh, I know money's always going to, you know, like you kind of get, you know, you're like money's always going to come or whatever, whatever that is, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. I love that because actually as a generator, it's very important to be in that excitement, right? Yeah. Like making those connections with the parts of your business or whatever you do that is making you feel excited is going to be super powerful for sure. Yeah. And I also just feel like, but in general, like if you have a desire that's like distorted, as in like, let's say you really want this thing, but you feel guilty about it, or you really want this thing and you're like, but that means like I'm bad, then you're not going to bring it in. Let's say, you know, you want to step into this like million dollar a month goddess, but then when you see someone making a lot, you feel triggered then you're not going to want to step into that identity, right? So you have to like make peace with the person that you want to become or your system will reject becoming that person. Mm. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, how is um, holding most, what is holding most system entrepreneurs back from being wealthy? What are the things that you see with your clients? Is it more mindset and beliefs wise, or is it more energetic? I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, it's always like self-love. <laughs> it's like, like belief, belief in yourself and like self-love, because if at any point you look at someone else's business, someone else's creation, some whatever it is, and you're like, oh, that's so much better. That's more entertaining. Like it, it like leaks your power. Right. And then you, you end up like not putting energy into your own creation. But if you're so clear that like you're making an impact, you know, like your business is important and making an impact. Like if you truly, truly like understand that, I think you'll take the big, bold actions because like strategy is like not hard. You know what I mean? It's like, it just needs to be done. But if you don't believe in yourself, if you're like, well, I don't, you know, what's the point in doing this? Like, it's harder to take those actions. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I have mentioned this before about one of my mentors, um, used to say or probably still says <laughs> um your success your level of success equals your level of self-love because if yeah. you truly believe you deserve it if you truly believe you can have it as well because you, you believe in what you do and who you are and your self-worth then you can create all the wealth and success that you want yeah and you know i my mom's from taiwan so like i think like the Asian brain is maybe like unique to like different cultural brains. You know, it's like growing up, I'd be like, mom, look, I got a 97 on my exam. And she's like, that's not a hundred. Why are you showing me? You know, it's like, there, there was a lot of like need to prove or like, if, if I'm, if I'm asking the universe for something hard and suffering and difficult, then, oh, go ahead. You can ask for that, you know? And so like the desire coding, is like switched a little bit. So then I have 
have to like really clean out beliefs around like hard work equals I'm a good person, you know? Um, Cause then the entrepreneur will create more work for them to do because they have a belief system that hard work is the only way that they're going to make money. So the things that used to be super easy that did make the money, they're like, oh, I won't do that. I got to do something like new and like complicate the thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, so it's really like each person is like really different. And I think different ethnic backgrounds have different things too, but you want to like see like, where are you allowing yourself to actually have the desire? Because if you feel like you have the desire, like when you have a desire, you feel really, really lit up and excited. Right. But on the flip side, you're also scared. You're not going to get it. There's also like a lot of pain in it. Like, oh my God, what if I don't get it? That might be embarrassing or whatever. And you kind of have to be able to hold both frequencies mm. to magnetize, to create the thing. But I think as little kids, they're like, stop, stop crying. Don't whatever. Like our pain, like they shut off the pain. So then like, we're afraid to feel pain. And so, but when we stop feeling the pain, we also stop the pleasure. So then we turn off the mag magnetism in our body. Mm, that's so interesting. <laughs> but if we're brave enough, to, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was saying that's super interesting, the way you are put it, putting it together. Because if we don't allow the emotional body to buzz, mm. right, then we can't send the signal to the universe to like bring it in, you know? Yeah, so you kind of saying like when you suppress the, the shadow or the pain, you are also suppressing the other side, which makes sense because everything was in duality, right? So when something is happening to one of the sides, then affects the other. But yeah, I, I think because we have been, or at least in my journey, I have, uh, I have heard many times about suppressing your emotions and like looking into the shadows for healing. We know, and anyone who is in, in a healing journey knows about this. But I think I've never have reflected or, or heard anyone saying that actually when you're su suppressing the shadows or the pain, you are also suppressing the other side. And it makes sense because you are not in the fullness of the move movement of the waves, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, like, that was like really big for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know because for sure on my journey there was a time when I'm like I'm only gonna be in the positive but then like then you end up like freezing your negative emotions and there's no movement there and then you don't you also don't access like as much joy like it's like your joy kind of peaks because as you expand you're also expanding right it's like you expand this way and this way yeah. so it's finding all directions <laughs> yeah so it's like that process is like ripping apart chemical bonds. Like the old version of you is like, Whoa! and that feeling is really scary. And so if we can redefine the feeling, instead of being like, oh my gosh, I have anxiety. Oh my gosh, I have fear. If instead you're like, ooh, <laughs> you're like, I have this, I, I have this desire and this yearning feeling and oh my gosh, like it feels so good. Like if you embrace the feeling, you know how like when you're, the best way I can describe it is like, like let's say when I got my new office, I needed to like decorate it and get new stuff done. What, you know, it's, you're still in the, the process of desire. It's like not there yet, but you're so excited to finish it, you know? Mm. 
But that feeling, it's like, it's like there, but not there yet. And that's when you have the most movement. You know what I mean? And so it's like, if you can, like, let's say you have like 100K to launch, right? You, I mean, that's what you want in your goal and your imagination. If you can be like the whole time you're like, oh my God, this is so exciting. I'm building it, I'm creating it. I'm doing all the right things. Like there is like this like unknown or in the beginning of dating someone, you know, instead of being like, oh my God, he didn't text back. That means like blah, 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 blah. Instead of just being like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if he likes me or not. This is like so exciting. <laughs> like maybe he's going to like me, maybe not. Like if you can like play with that energy a little bit more, then you have like a better relationship with the unknown. And then you keep your aura like lit to like actually magnetize. Yeah, I love that. Actually, my next question was going to be how can we alchemize our energy to open up to receiving more wealth? And I think this is already moving towards that. <laughs> um, so yeah, is there anything else? Like what would you say we need, people need doing to alchemize their energy and receive more wealth? I mean, because I do feel like it's like, it's expansion, right? So the universe is made of like light and shadow, like all of it, right? And so it's like the more that we can feel like, okay with holding all of it, you, you also become more magnetic because then you're not like, you're not turning off people's like shadows either or whatever. So let's go back to like, if you think about like your content within your, you know, it's like, how do you have content that like really celebrates your whole life? You know, it's like, it's not just like, okay, I teach here. So I'm only going to send out this information, you know, it's more like, okay, mainly I'm going to send out that information, but I'm also going to express other aspects of yourself because it's your full expansion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love, I love that too. <laughs> I, I think that's great for, for people who are something I work with my clients on as well, using human design and jinkies is um, trying to learn more of who they are so they can show up in their power and authentically. And I think that relates to what you just said, because when you are just um, like posting content, because I have these five topics, this is what I teach. Therefore, I'm just going to talk about these five things, uh, but you're not showing up authentically and showing all of who you are. Uh, which I think is the power to really magnetize the right people to you. So I love what you said about the content and just having that element in the content of like, just showing that part of yourself and like yeah. for expansion. Because I feel like if you're squishing yourself somewhere, that's going to show up in your business and it's going to show up in your income. You know what I mean? So it's like, if it's something that, and I think for me, like, I, I like, <laughs> I just had to like clean up my beliefs around being on social media. Right. And so I had to like feel into actually, like, I'm so excited. Someone on the other screen is going to watch this and their relationship is going to get better or their business is going to get better or something's going to shift and change for them, you know? And it wasn't like, it's like, oh, it's not just about like, you know, just like me having my own, whatever, you know, it's like, like you have to have like a purpose behind the action. And then I think it like really supports you. And like, you know, for instance, like if I post like a food photo, I'm like, oh, like the whole planet can have this beautiful of a food, like this feeling, you know, and it's like, 
having that energy radiate out instead of like, look at this beautiful food that I have. Like, <laughs> like it's more like, like, look at this awesome, like amazing thing. Like everybody gets to have this level of opulence, you know? <laughs> like, I think it's just like these tiny little tweaks in like the intention behind the action. Yeah, which I, I think a little bit social media has created this feeling of she has it, I don't have it, right? So a lot of times when people share content, and this is changing obviously because more and more we want to create an impact, but it's from these places of look how amazing I am and look what I have, you know, there is still this side of the ego who wants to show off and show the success. And, and yeah, that can happen as well. And what you said, when you share your food, it's like, this is what everyone can have, you know, like, like coming from that place of expansion and and that everyone can have the same I think that's beautiful yeah and that's like um you know I have more of a Buddhist background sort of like Buddhist and Catholic I don't know <laughs> but um but in the Tibetan Buddhism culture it's like when you eat food you visualize like everyone has this food you know it's like you're you're always practicing this like opulence visualization you know and I think if we can think about social media in that way, honestly, like the intention field is really important because the people will feel the difference, you know? And, and I think that your client is really intuitive, right? They're really intuitive. They can feel you. They're picking up way more information than, than you think, you know? And so it's like, as we like cultivate that practice, I think, you know, I, I honestly think social media any tool that we have can go either way, right? And it's like, it's up to us to decide how this tool is blessing the planet, you know? And I, and I think that it's not like, uh, it's like, it's like cosmically intentional that Instagram exists right now. Instagram is almost like an example of the, the buffet of the quantum, you know? The universe is like, hey, like, I want to show you everything that's available and that you can just like be like, I want to be in that timeline. I want to be in, you know, and then we saw these like super successful people. We wouldn't even know to have the desire to want that, you know? And so, um, my invitation, like as a viewer, when you're looking at the thing, if you're like, Ooh, I'm in it. Like I have that, like you start to like embody yourself in it and you're not like separating yourself. You're not like, she has it and I don't, you're more like, you look at it and you're like, Ooh, I have that, you know, like, I think that's one shift. And then the person that's like posting it is also like, we can all have this. I think that those are two really tiny, but big little energy adjustments. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, is there any, any practice people can, can do on their own to start opening up their energy to receive more wealth? Is there any practice you particularly love or? Well, let's see, what's an easy way? To, I mean, I think that like, you know, not everyone has an altar, but I think there, there's a few ways. Like if you do have an altar, I have like water, candle, and incense every morning. And I just think about like this water is like blessing and awakening the whole planet and myself. And this candle is like lighting up the whole planet and myself. And this incense is lighting up the whole planet and like clearing the aura of the whole planet and myself. Um, 
And just like having that thought, I think is a really protective energy field for like your whole house, you know, to just be like, Hey, like I'm blessing all the like saints, all the archangels, all the Buddhas, all the Bodhisattvas, like wherever, wherever your guides are, like, you're also like sending this blessing out to them and yourself. You always want to include yourself too. Cause I think a lot of spiritual practices is too outside. You need to make sure to put yourself in too. Um, and then you, you know, also doing that, like with your food, you know, that, um, maybe with your Instagram posts being like this post radiates out to like whoever authentically needs to, to see this post. I think having these like practices in your visualization of like how abundant you already are. I think that's like a really big, I think that's a big adjustment, you know, because we're, we're so trained. We've been trained, I think for like several lineages to look at what we don't have so we want to consistently train the brain to think of like what we what we do have and what is available mm-hmm. um my other tip would be there's an app called think up <laughs> and you, you can like record your own like i am's like i am wealthy i am you know whatever it is that your i am's are or i am in the relationship of my dreams or i am um, building a multi-million dollar business, whatever that is. And then you layer it with music and then you can listen to it every morning, every evening, and then just kind of all throughout the day, you know, like, let's say like, oh man, you just had a hard client conversation and you're like, oh, I'm feeling all this. You can just like lay down, put on your affirmation, tune up, and then like come back into the game, you know? <laughs> I love that. I never heard of that, of that app. I've done it myself, like recording my own voice and then mixing it with music. Mm. Um, but I never heard of that of that app. That's really yeah. Cool. So you can like loop different music with it, and you can set a timer for it. Like it's kind of a fun app. So I'll send it to you. Uh, I'll send you the link after. <laughs> we can put it in the description. So if anyone is interested, they can also take on on that app. Um, what do you think about the um, I am affirmations since I know you work with human design um, and something I work on is with the voices of the throat because mm-hmm. everyone has the, the 20 gate, which is the, the gate of the I am. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you think? I'm just curious of like, what's your thoughts on doing I am affirmations or doing affirmations using the gates in the throat that are active for you? Ooh, I have never thought about that. I love that. Can you tell me more? That's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, I just re- um I just created a free human design just for the basics for business. Uh just goes through the, the types and um the the signature nozzle theme, the strategy and the authority. And I did an extra bonus session, showed one in manifestation style. And I talk about the arrow, the manifestation arrow, that's either masculine or feminine. And then I talk about the voices of the throat. And this came, I don't remember her name right now, but it's from from a coach, a human design coach who has a podcast as well. And I was listening to one of her episodes and she was talking about the voices of the throat, which I didn't know. This was a few months ago. And I found it very interesting. So basically, just since we are talking about this, just for the ones who are listening, uh, don't want to make this a lot <laughs> about me because it was about you. 
Um, but yeah, basically we have different um, different gates in the throat and each of the gates has a different voice. So for example, one will be, I believe, another one will be, I think, I, mm -hmm. I experience, I feel. So depending on which ones you have activated, it's supposed to be more beneficial to build uh, affirmations using those voices instead of the I am, because the only gate that is the gate of the I am is the gate 20, which I have. So in my case, I st still I am is a powerful affirmation to use. But if you tune into, into using that, the voice of the, of the gate that you have activated is supposed to be more powerful to align to your own energy. That makes so much sense because when I, I, I couldn't make I am statements in my <laughs> thing, I just like free flowed. I was like, wow, I'm having a really hard time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I am, I was like, man, I just, so I just, I just started to like, cause like I'm open throat center or I don't know, probably undefined. I, I may be undefined. I have to like check it again, but um, but so I just like free flowed instead. I just had the topic of like my husband, my house, my money. <laughs> and then I just was like, like, oh my gosh, like my money is so excited to find me all the time. Like, you know, I just like riffed it instead of like saying like I am. So I must've got the memo. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's super interesting sometimes when we just do stuff intuitively. And then when you, when you see human design, you're like, oh my God, now I understand why this is happening, you know? <laughs> I know. I love human design for that. It's like, oh, thank you for giving me permission to be myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've been doing a few podcast interviews about human design and uh, talking like the more I'm into human design, the more everyone I come across with is into human design. Even if I bring experts in different topics, they also are into human design. Um, I'm, I'm always calling human design the permission slip. <laughs> but you know what was like, I don't know if you thought about this, but like one of my friends, Momo Yasutake, she does human design and gene keys. And like, she brought this to my attention. She's like, you know, when you look at, let's say like with the throat, you know, it's like all the different gates. Like I have such an open design. So what I would do is like, I would muscle test like each portal, like each gate and see like, is it clogged up with someone else's energy? <laughs> cause you know, like, cause you know, being so open, it's easy to just like accidentally take on stuff. Cause when I'm clear, I feel like source energy is like, <gasps> like just like speaking through me, you know? But when I'm not clear, I'm like, what's happening? Like, you know, like, I'm like, are you sure everything I'm doing is, you know, like, whatever, like, it's like, so like opposite, you know, you're, it's like, you're not self. And it's like, so then like, I started, I would just start to check the portals, like, which, like, I would see like what percentage it was like clogged. <laughs> and I would just start to do little practices to start to clear out that portal. And it was like, it was like mind blowing for me that, and also just the thought that like my open centers only sponge up good things. <laughs> That's super interesting practice because actually is it is reminding me of the um, the um, how is this therapy called the um, emotional emotional codes you know they do it with the pendulum oh, sure. where they oh. just 
questions with the pendulum and and just clear up different emotions that come up depending on what the pendulum says you have to clear and it yeah. reminded me a little bit of that but doing that with the centers of the gates you know yeah energy is stagnant in here for me and what can i clear yeah it was really cool i was like oh my god the tiny little portals were getting blocked up <laughs> you know? and were you doing that just by channeling like what would you just ask and, and channel the, the information on what you have? I would I would usually muscle test. Muscle. Like I'd be like, yeah, and I'd be like, give me a yes, give me a no. Is that and I would say the name of the gate is a close by one or 10, 20, 30, 40 percent. And then I would say I would I would maybe do like a little meditation or like take a salt bath or whatever. And then I would check it again and see if it's like cleared. Oh, I find that super interesting. I think that would be an amazing tool to use combined with with human design that not many people uses. Yeah, the muscle testing is used as well in that emotional code uh, therapy. Okay. They, they can use muscle testing or the pendulum. Yeah, pendulum is also really great. And I, cause like I have such a big heart for open centers because like, I mean, in high school, I was like super suicidal. And I think it's because I, well, one, I live next to, or I went to school next to like a graveyard. And that's when all that started happening. <laughs> and like, um, and like, I didn't know, you know, until like way later, I realized like what an open channel I am. And I, and I went back and I'm like, oh my God, that's why, you know, like even in high school, they said in the morning, if kids came earlier, they would see ghosts floating through the hallways and stuff or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, that's why I got so sick during high school, you know? And um, anyway, so I, I, and even just yesterday, I spoke with this girl that only has like two defined centers and like she, she read two books that were like really like dark shamanism or whatever. And then she was like super depressed and like, don't read those books. I was like, as an open center, I'm like, you just have to be like, no scary movies. Like you have to be like a ninja, you know? <laughs> Yeah, because you have to limit the information that you're taking or or the energy that you're taking and otherwise know how to clear that energy. But I, I think that's not such an easy thing to do for more, most people because a lot of people don't know how to clear the energy. They're not even aware of that. They just feel, yeah. they don't feel great or something is stuck in the life or business, but they don't know where that's coming from. Yeah. And it was, it was really great. Cause I went to this event called impact millions. And then when I was there, like they started asking them these questions, everyone's like crying. Then I start crying. And my friend, she's like, stop it. You're taking on, you're taking it all on. But like when you're in it, you don't realize you're taking it on. So you think it's like your own, you know, and you like, you're like, why am I feeling this? Like, is it like this deep thing that, but actually like a lot of times it's like, you just have open center. <laughs> You know, it's like so interesting. And so, um, but then when I started practicing the thought of like, oh, I only absorb good ideas. I only, then what would happen is when they were having like this, like very emotional conversation, I happened to be in the bathroom. Like I would just like find myself like not in that situation. <laughs> so. Very cool. Um, one thing I would love to to for you to share as well is a little bit about body talk. I know it's one of the most important tools that you use. Could you share a little bit about that? Oh my gosh. I mean, I mean, body talk is so magic. Like I've I've literally had clients with like 
you know, go from like hundred dollar months to like $500,000 months. And with that, it was like, she was like a foster kid. So we had a lot of like really deep emotions that weren't processed to like move through, you know? So body talk is a system that organizes your intuition. So essentially you have different masculine charts that you memorize and and what it does is it heals and repairs deep communication lines within your body. So let's say like your heart and your, your heart brain and your head brain wasn't communicating for a while, right? So then like, it doesn't matter what you do. There's like fragments that are happening in your life. Like you're trying to do this and then this is showing up. Like, it's like, you know, it's like that. Um, but when you, when you start to heal and repair the communication lines internally, like you just get so much more flow. Like I've literally had clients with like brain tumors totally go away. And it's because like these deep frozen emotions that sometimes we have a hard time consciously accessing is still living in the body. So a lot of times like I'm updating the large intestines or I'm updating the gut, like the cells of the gut or the microbiome of the gut. It goes like super deep, you know? I might be looking at like your Krebs cycle. I might be looking at like, your body might just have like one chemical bond that it's like having a hard time processing. Um, but it could also be like, I mean, body talk's so like vast, you know, we could be doing like, uh, like past life stuff. Like they talk about an eighth chakra karma seed. So let's say if something's happening, like the root of it, you know, maybe ancestral. So we like go all the way back to like that exact ancestor and sometimes it's so crazy because like I'll bring it up and, and I have no idea about this person's background and they'll they'll start to show me documents of that exact ancestor. <laughs> they'll be like, oh my God, like, yeah, my like just this last week, she was like, oh my God, literally my my great grandma was like in the insane asylum, like because of this, this, and this, you know? And it's like, I'm not saying like the story that pops up is like a hundred percent accurate, but it's like so close to like the themes, you know, because like you're, you're, I'm just like translator and I'm just like seeing as much as I can, but it's like, I'm not like a hundred percent like a psychic, you know, I'm just kind of like seeing what wants to be observed. Um, another one was like this one girl had like this intense fear of like water and like being in the ocean. And then we had her ancestor, like he literally like was one of those people on the ship coming over here and like got super sick on the ship and all these things, you know, and like she had an actual ancestor that did that. And so like, so just like finding these different, um, these different frequencies of energy that are still trapped, you know, so, so sometimes like I'll have a client and it's so amazing because I think the spirit is very intuitive, you know, it's like the client may not know why they come in to see me, <laughs> but like they'll come in and then we'll have all these transformations you can just see their faces lighter. It's just like their body has been like holding on to matrices of old energy that they didn't need to. And I can kind of be like a, like a detective and like come in and be like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> like, and then just like have that cleared out. And then, you know, cause like, for instance, this one girl, a lot of people will just be like, oh, I don't really like her. She's really, like, she, but it was because her face was like, 
look like she was upset, but actually she had a really good heart, you know, but her face looked upset. <laughs> and so like, she just came in for like a few sessions and her whole face just like softened, you know, <laughs> it was like these deep emotions that were just like trapped in the cells. I can just kind of like go in and be like, update, update, update. And then like, it just alchemizes, you know? Wow, I love that. I never heard about body talk method. I think it's pretty, um, I mean, it's, it, it is all over the world, but it's, you know, it's, it's not like well publicized, I think. <laughs> but, um, but body talk was printed in the journal of pain in, uh, I think it was like a Stanford article. It took them two years to get into there, but it was like 80% more effective than the placebo effect or something. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's a pretty, it's a really amazing tool. Like I've had really cool miracles happen from, I used to have like acne all over my face, my chest and my back. And it was like three months of body talk and like all of that cleared and like back pain and headaches, like all of that cleared. <laughs> I'm always fascinated by, by the power and the magic of, of so many methods that work on energetics and subconscious work and it's just amazing. Yeah, I really feel like, you know, heaven on earth is so possible for us. They said that they did this study of like, if we just have like 800 people that are really buzzing, like at like this super heart frequency, like that would change like the whole planet, you know? And I feel like, I think that's what we're trying, that's what all of us coaches, I feel like are wanting to like activate, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like I, yeah. And I, and I think that like when someone does energy healing, it's like one of my coaches said this, she's like, she's like, instead of feeling like competitive about it, being like, Hey, like there's the color purple, like everybody can use the color purple. How ridiculous would it be for someone to be like, Oh, well only I can use the color purple. You know what I mean? Like I think like the more that we can be like super supportive of each other of like, oh my God, you do the same thing as me. Awesome. Like, let's make it even more awesome. Like, let's amplify it. Like, let's get, like, let's get more creative with it. Let's get more, you know, then we have space to like grow and evolve. But if we have even like a tiny bit of like, oh man, she's doing that. Like I'm doing that. Like, you know, like if, if we have like that mentality, it's like, it's just like the wounded little girl instead of like the queen that's like, hey, let's power queen. Like, let's all like come together and like figure this out and like amplify it and get it to more people. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, some personal advice you would like to give our listeners? Ooh, personal advice? I think have more fun. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I think like, you know, in order for anything to be like sustainable, it's like you have to have more fun, right? And so, <clears throat> so does more fun look like, okay, I'm going to take more breaks throughout the day. Does more fun look like, like today, this morning, like I had coffee with my best friend, you know, like, because like, I know I'm going to have a full work day ahead. Like I want my play to be like, oh, in the morning, I'm going to hang out with my friend and chat and like do whatever. Or like, is it like, oh, like, I know I'm going to hang out with my friend, like for dinner or lunch or like, like, where are you placing these like little celebrations and rewards for yourself? Like maybe all throughout the day instead of like, oh, I only get rewarded once I made this much money. Like instead just being like, 
hey, how can I celebrate life more today? Like, how can I have more fun today? How can I let myself know, like, you know, whatever I did say, like, that was good and was good enough. And it was like way more powerful than I could ever imagine because like, I don't know, that almost makes me want to cry because like we're moving so much energy, you know, like, and especially like as women, like, I think like even writing a post sometimes for some of my clients, it's so brave for them. Like, it's so hard to write even that one post. And I'm like, yeah, then celebrate that. You know, it's like, wherever you're at, like whatever you're doing, just like, just know you're moving like ancestral energy. You're moving like societal energy. It's like, we're, we're making a bold statement here of like, this world gets to exist. And that's like a strong, you know what I mean? There's a lot of energy behind it. Yeah. I I love this because it's a very important part that I work with my clients on is creating the pleasure within what they do because i know a lot of us are really action takers and we can just get in the doing 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 with the business and our lives and especially i'm not a mom so i I still have a lot of time for myself i know a lot of entrepreneurs are also moms, so they need to take care of the kids and the house and the business and we just want to do 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 and give 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 and it's so so important to find time not just on the weekends, not just once a month, but every single day, create those moments for pleasure. And even in between work, because otherwise we're just like working eight, nine hours straight with no breaks, with doing nothing for ourselves. And I I feel is a very important side of being in your feminine energy again. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like, you know, I wanted to write this post of like, I guess it's a little bit of a different twist, but like, I I think burnout doesn't have to exist. You know, it's like, if you, if you place these pleasure points all throughout the day, like we're designed to work, like we're designed to move energy, you know, and it feels good to move energy. But I think burnout only happens two things. Like one, you didn't create the pleasure all throughout the day. And then two, if your feminine is criticizing your masculine, (laughs) then you're like, every action you do is like, that sucked and it wasn't good enough. And then (laughs) you're just like, you know, (laughs) that energy is just like hitting yourself. Um, So yeah, so I think like those two things, um, if we can, and, and I'm not saying that it's easy to change those scripts either. It's like, it is like a proactive thing that we continuously do and be mindful of and like, and like ask our friends to be like, Hey, can you like help me see this pattern? Like if I'm doing this, like, can you remind me like, actually, like I love myself, (laughs) you know? And I know that almost made me cry, but it's because like you guys, every single person, like you're so much more powerful and beautiful and amazing than you'll ever know, you know? And it's like, there's, there's no reason to beat ourselves up. We're only beating ourselves up because we've been passed down these things. And it's like, we're here to be like the pattern breakers of that. And it's like, so so it's like courage and bravery like every day to, to just decide like love over fear, you know? Mm, I love that. So just before we finish, I would love to ask you the powerful, wild, and magical question. So what's something that you are absolutely in love with right now in your life that's truly lighting your soul up? Um, 
I, I like, I don't want to be embarrassed to say it, but I am like, I'm really lit up about my six month program, <laughs> you know? And like, I'm really lit up about it because it, it is me stepping into a new level of my own leadership mm-hmm. and, and the women in there this round are like, like the energetics that I genuinely want, you know, that where I'm like, of course, like all all my programs are all the people that I want, but it was like, I took a really bold, brave step this time of like, cause I've been a healer for so long. So like, I kind of, all my programs were like kind of mixed, like, oh yeah, like anybody can come in. It's just all manifestation. And this time I've been like, no, no, really. I, I just, I want the entrepreneur Queens I want the people that are here like with a big message that like want to make it out into the masses. And that was like a really, like, I think a brave thing for me to be like, that's what this group is for, you know? (laughs) And that's not always like, you know, that's probably easy for some other coaches, but for me, it was just like, wow, for me to like actually claim like my Empress archetype and be like, I am I'm going to go all in on it. And I don't know if it's going to work out, but I'm going to trust that it will. And I get to like bathe in that for six months and like keep waking up and keep like, you know, and I, and so like, I, because I think when I have a program or an offer, it's like, it's not just a program or offer. It's like, I'm, I'm working on the energetics in my personal life. You know what I mean? So, so I feel really, really lit up about that. (laughs) Uh, where can people find you where they can connect with you and if you want to share any of your offers or anything you're working on uh yeah they can find me at uh samantha love blossom and you know if you're just starting out in my world cash codes is a really fun thing to do and it's 222 so it's super easy um, but if they want to do something deeper i would definitely say hyperbling um that's my six month opulence mastermind and move through so much energy in there. Last last round, we had women go from like two grand a month to 10 grand, from like 20 grand to 100 grand. Like, but it's not just that. It's like they feel so much more playful in their business. And I think that's the key for me is like, if they can feel more joy and feel more play. Um, and like, of course we do have some breakdowns, but like that they have the tools and that they can clean it up faster and they can move through it a little bit faster and get the message faster. Like, you know, I, I think that a six month is a nice period. to like, you have your highs and you have your lows and like, you get to like move a lot of energy in that time frame. you know? Yeah. A, a lot of, of coaches are now moving towards a longer, longer length of support, which I think now that things are, moving towards more energetics than just quicker strategies accelerators you know and I really believe that time frame is needed yeah because like I think in a six-month process then you're not like oh like forced you know you you, like have space to integrate because like sometimes you're going to be so involved in the group and sometimes you're like I need to take a step back and that's how it's supposed to be you know because like you're learning like it's kind of like you're sampling like oh here's a higher frequency energy now let me integrate it into my real world now like let me come in and like let me integrate it you know what I mean and it's like um so I think six months is like a and and also you can't hide in a six-month program (laughs) because it's like (laughs) because there's gonna be times when you're like oh my god like like my coach is the reason this isn't working or like, like whatever whatever that is and it's like it's great to be like hey like 
actually, this is just like a mirror of that thought and it's okay. You know, it's kind of funny because I'm like, I know you think it's about me, but it's not. It's like, it's just part of the process. And it's like, you know, and to, for them to have that awareness of like, oh yeah. And like, that's like so beautiful to me to be like, oh, you know what? Actually, like I was just about to peak in my business and this like trauma came up and like, and it wasn't about anybody. It was just like, this energy just needed to move and for them to like have that awareness and to have space to like have that little fragmented part of them like clean out so they can create space for their new life like I don't know I love that <laughs> yeah that's beautiful thank you so much for being with me today and with our listeners and for sharing all your wisdom it was such a pleasure to to have you here Thank you, Nadia. You're so beautiful. And I'm so excited for your whole audience. I'm hoping everyone just like sparkles up and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe, share it, tag me and Samantha and share your thoughts and breakthroughs with us. I would love to connect with you. Follow me on Instagram where you can find more of what I do and chat with me on the DMs. And if you have been curious about human design and want to learn more about how your unique energy works and how to create more alignment and magnetism to start manifesting your deepest desires and the business and life you truly dream of, I have created a human design for business mini course. The course is totally free and you will learn all the basics and how to apply them in business so you can start creating next level alignment, magnetism and flow. And there is also a bonus lesson on, on your unique manifestation style. You can find the link to join in the description of the show. Uh, thanks for being here with me today. I will see you in the next episode, Powerful, Wild and Magical Being.